On this episode of In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, we talk with David Stover, Market Development Manager of Xylem, to chat about the impact of vertical frequency drives in irrigation and agricultural applications. We discuss his 40 years of industry experience and talk about agricultural challenges, new technologies, and the future of VFDs within ag. Thanks for being on the show, Dave. Thank you for having me here. Nice to be here today. Yeah, we appreciate you taking the time. Um, you know, before we kind of get into our discussion about VFDs, and um, can you give our listeners a little bit about you? You know, can you talk about what you do at Xylem? Yes. Um, so, as you said, I'm a market development manager for Turbine Products, and I cover North America. I've um, been in the pump business now for about 40 years. So, I've got a little bit of background experience uh, starting out in the water well drilling business. My family owns a a drilling company in Arizona, and that's where I got started in 1979. I've been in almost every aspect of the pump business from from contractor to distributor sales to manufacturing sales. And currently today, I do market development with our sales team, and I do vertical turbine training classes across North America, the United States, and Canada. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that there was a family tie to it. That's very interesting. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I got kind of got my, my, my feet grounded in this sometime back and actually had hand, have hands-on experience actually working with the vertical turbine pumps. This started out, as I said, in 1979, so this was long before VFD drives. Sure. So I got a chance to see how we were, we were doing pumps back in the, you know, quote, old days before the, the advent of VFDs and see how, how inefficient pumps were actually run back then. Right. So you've seen it from a long time. You know, you've seen the evolution of turbine pumps and then, you know, as you mentioned, VFDs addition to that, but you, you've been around to see a lot of that, that timeline. Yes, I have. Uh, been here, uh, seeing, seeing different ways that we do stuff and then seeing the growth. And as technology starts to come, you know, to, to age today. And we start to see how, how things are actually becoming better, more efficient for, for operations. Right. So it sounds like efficiency is kind of the big driver of how variable frequency drives came on the scene in terms of irrigation. Um, and that's what we're really here to talk with you today about is the fact that their VFDs are starting to solve for some of these big challenges in irrigation and agriculture. So thought, you could maybe start out by telling us what some of those challenges are and, you know, why the VFDs are now so important. Right. Yes. Yeah. So VFDs, the, the, the advent of the VFD is, has really given us the, the newest way to, to operate our pumps. As the, the water pump has been, been around for a very long time. And the efficiencies of our pumps is, is about as good as it's going to get, with only small changes possibly in the future, with the advent of some different materials that the pump is made out of. So the, the pump itself really isn't going to get a lot better. What we've been able to do now is, with VFDs or variable frequency drives, is we're able to run our pump in a smart fashion. As I said, I started out in this a long time ago, and with the earlier years of pumping systems and irrigation, what we would do is we would, we would throttle our pumps, or we would put valves 
on our pump to control the output when we didn't need as much water so that we didn't over pump our our agriculture or provide too much water for it we would just kind of throttle it back with a with a valve so that we didn't pump as much water out well with that you're still using the same electric motor this electric motors costing still a lot of money to pump extra energy that you're not even using today or back then so right. with our VFDs, it gives us a chance to run it, run our pump the smart way. So you may have mentioned this. When did VFDs kind of initially come on the scene for these kinds of applications? Yeah, we started seeing the VFDs back in around 1993. So we introduced, okay. inter, uh, Gould introduced their VFD around 1993 with the advent of the Aquavar. So when we, we're talking about our efficiencies, it's, it's a matter of, you know, getting what we're getting out of the, the, the product, the produced energy in this case, uh, is our input energy. So when we look at things like the environment, so now our pump doesn't require as much power to run for startup that it used to in the past. So this in turn doesn't tax our power system, which in turn goes back down to our power grid and power generation systems. We also look at the efficiencies of the earth itself. Okay, so all of our water that we've ever had is all right here, and we walk on top of a lot of it all the time. It's under the ground. Mm -hmm. And so this technology allows us to, to get this water in a more efficient fashion so we're not spending as much trying to get out the same amount of water or the required amount of water that we need. And so it, it adds to our efficiency there. This in turn all is it gives us a trickle down effect in, in agriculture in particular, because if we lower the cost uh, to produce a, a product, whether it's, you know, it's corn or it's soybeans or anything else that we're growing, then that in turn lowers the cost out to the end users and consumers. Sure. And are you finding that there are different applications or crops or even parts of the country that would experience greater benefits from using a VFD? For example, you mentioned like soybean versus corn. I mean, is there a type of crop that it's, you just need to be able to be pulling that water out more efficiently? Yes. Yeah, so where, where we see this is going to be in a lot of our table crops and in areas where we have an arid geography. So when we get into the desert, when we get into West Texas, or we get into parts of California, and we will see where, you know, this is the, an area where we grow a lot of stuff, but yet we don't have an overabundance of water. And so we can do it again using that word efficiently, right? So we can, we can irrigate our crops, whether it be uh, nut farms like we see out in California where they grow a lot of almonds, and we can use, you know, drip lining irrigation on things like this. And we may be using this in the eastern part of the U.S. where we're doing berry farms like strawberries and blueberry trees and bushes like that. So what we do is we're able to really maximize the way the water's being used because we're going we're gonna to control the way we get it to the crop a lot more efficiently than we did in the past. That's interesting. One of the other things that you've written about is how variable frequency drives help reduce water hammer. 
So if you could, um, for our guests today, help us understand what water hammer is and, and how VFDs help prevent against that, um, that'd be great. Sure. Traditionally in the past, when we started up a large pump, it was what we call across the line start. And so what we would do is basically we would just push the start button. It's like flipping on the light switch. The, you know, when you do that, your light comes on instantly, right? Well, our pumps were doing the same thing. So it went from zero to full speed, pumping all the water almost instantly. And that water would come up through the pump and it would hit the pipe system, hit the water. Mm-hmm. And this is a great shock to all the pipe and, and the whole pipe piping system. And uh, when we turn the pump off, the exact opposite would happen. Now the water stops instantly and reverses direction as it flows backwards towards the pump. Well, okay. this is this is water hammer because it, it, it hammers when it turns off and it hammers when it closes, when it shuts down and the valves start to close. Well, when we use our VFD, what we now have is the ability to do what we call a soft start and a soft stop. And so what that is essentially is where I start my pump up slowly and it ramps up or, or accelerates up to full speed. And now I get my water moving at a smooth, even pace. And I avoid that, that hard hammer as the water hits the piping system. Well, when I turn my pump off, I turn it off exactly the same way. I slow it down. And that way the water slows down and it doesn't just suddenly reverse direction in the pipe system all at once because I hit the stop button. So this is really about extending product life, reducing damage, repair costs, that type of thing, in addition to the efficiency of just pulling water out of the ground for irrigation. Yeah, so uh, with, with the, the, the soft start function that we, that we see in a variable frequency drive, this also helps to lower our energy consumption because when we start an electric motor up all at once, when we go from zero to full speed, it takes an enormous amount of electricity to get that motor turning up to full speed instantly. And so what you'll see is you'll see a big spike in your power Mm -hmm. all for, you know, for like two seconds and then it drops back off. Well, as these two seconds of spiked energy, these build up over time and which adds to your cost to operate your pump. So today with the, with the soft start, now we ramp up slowly. So now my power goes up slowly and it doesn't, doesn't spike all of a sudden and then drop back down in the operating range like it does when I, when I started up on the instant start. Wow. So that's translating the cost savings again. So now we're looking at, you know, three different benefits at least with using VFDs. Want to hear more about how we solve water? Check out the Bell & Gossip podcast in the Solving Water feed. Host Kyle Del Piano of Xylem talks with industry thought leaders about today's issues in commercial building systems, including DOE regulations, HVAC efficiency, hydronic systems, plumbing, education, and more. Stream episodes of the Bell & Gossip podcast wherever you listen to Solving Water. So are there any other ways... Similar, this is a great example, but are there any other ways that you can think of that Gould's water technology is solving for some of these market needs with 
either new products, new technologies, anything that's kind of being introduced to the market that is making a huge difference like this? So one of the things, I mean, we're, we're constantly looking at ways to improve on, on the operating cost and to reduce, you know, reduce carbon footprints to, to doing our part to try to, you know, help out in the world on things that in the way our pump and pumping systems are operated. We have studies that we do on how to control our pumps and to uh, regulate the output, see when it's running, see how much water it's pumping, even monitor the, the conditions, identify a problem before it happens and be able to make adjustments. Right. The ability to be able to track that from wherever they are, whether it's, you know, office or on the road, I, I can see that as being a huge thing because some of these farms, like what's the kind of like scale in scope in terms of the farms, uh, you know, that, that these, that this technology can help with, you know, is it, I mean, these are probably huge pieces of land in some cases or huge, you know, properties that you need this kind of remote monitoring technology to effectively track everything. Absolutely. Some of these farms, we, we start to measure these in sections of land. And so when I say sections of land, I'm talking about in square miles right. of land, you know, no longer measuring in acres, but measuring in square miles. And so we may hear a farmer say that, you know, he's farming, you know, 20 sections. That means he's farming 20 square miles of land and to go around and to, you know, physically monitor and look at this stuff every day is, is a challenge in itself, let alone being able to see it all the time. You know, in the past, when I started in this business, we would have, we would have a field you know, person that would go around and actually look at the pumps and make sure everything worked okay. Today, we're, we have technology at our hands to where a person can, you know, the, the, the farm manager or superintendent, can sit and look at his telephone and see it at any moment at any time over these 20 sections of land that he's, that he's working. Sure. I mean, you talk about efficiency. That's a big piece of it right there too. It's huge. It's huge. The efficiency that we're seeing today is just, is unbelievable. If we compare, but prior to the VFD, you know, using that we farmed here in the United States and around the world, basically the same way we irrigated just like we did during, you know, at the turn of the century or the great depression or even the dust bowl, you know, irrigation didn't change much. We had a large pump that we went out and we pushed the button and it started the pump up and we just pumped for all we could pump, whether we needed a little bit of water or a lot of water, but that pump still put out the same amount all the time. And today we have the ability to, to actually control that in a, in a, you know, a good method that we can, we can provide for our crops as it's needed and not overdue. Yeah, that's crazy to think how probably the technology was far lagging behind the times a little bit for a while there. Like you said, if you're, you know, you're still, if you're talking about the Dust Bowl in 2019, that's, that's a good sign that we're probably a little, we were behind at one point, right? A little bit behind. VFDs are, are, are still, you know, I mean, it's, it's a relatively new technology. And when I say relative, I'm talking relative to the pump, the vertical sure. turbine pump in particular. We've seen these, you know, in the last 
20 to 30 years is where they've been started to come to where they're actually, you know, usable and then really taken off in the last 10 years. Okay. So really relatively young. Yeah. Yes. So then are you seeing David, anything coming down the pike for agriculture industry? So what's the next 20 to 30 years look like? I mean, I know we're, the farms seem to be getting bigger. So that's even more square footage or square miles, I guess. Um, and, you know, what are you seeing on the Goldwater technology side in terms of product, technology, expertise that we're able to help support kind of this, the next thing coming in, in agriculture? The, the future is going to lie in monitoring and controlling. It really is. Uh, we're going to be able, you know, to, again, we're going to be able to look at the soil. We're going to, we will be able to look at uh, the moisture content and be able to go in and program our systems to where they're able to provide the right amount of water for the soil and for the crop itself. We will be able to monitor the power consumption and the way we're using it in the electric motors and be able to, you know, follow this stuff through all the way from start to finish from, from the implementation of a new, a new well and a new pump all the way through its life cycle and be able to see it on a minute by minute basis. And that's going to be the key to it in the future. And all this kind of feeds into the idea of this huge water scarcity issue that we have today. And, you know, just making the best use of any water that you're using for, you know, whether it is something like this where we're talking about crops or, you know, in any kind of part of life, but just being very, mindful of how we're using water because of the scarcity issue. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and agriculture in the past, I mean, there was, there was a lot of times or for a long period of time when we irrigated, we, we may have been using a, a flood irrigation system. And so when, when we were using systems like this, then this was one of the most inefficient ways to irrigate a crop to where we just turn the pump on and, and fill the field, build it up with water. And, you know, and let it soak into the ground. And so what the plant didn't need or what was outside the, 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 the crop, you know, root system just soaked on through and went, went away, went down, went back down into the earth, but it, it wasn't used. And so now with this, we can adjust the size of our irrigation systems and we can, our pump will automatically adjust to fit with it. So we water just the plant with just the, just the water that it needs. And I think one of the other benefits I'm hearing you say is just that Gould's water technology and Xylem overall, we have the capability to basically offer all of these things, whether it's the turbine pump itself, the variable frequency drive, the um, monitoring control system. And I think we're continuing to develop those types of holistic solutions for these irrigation challenges. Yes, we are exactly that, where we have everything from the pump through the, the monitors, the, the, the sensors that are needed to connect to the different, different controllers, and then in turn be able to broadcast this back to the end user uh, via internet and uh, other methods, you know, through telephone service, so they can, you know, monitor and control at all times. And we'll we constantly this this is something that 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 Xylem is dedicated to, is just 
good, clean operation of our pumping systems. Right. So from, you know, a family-owned water well business in 1979 to now, the, I mean, the future seems like there's a lot left to go on the horizon if you talk about the idea of some of this technology only being, a, you know, a decade or so kind of into its, you know, operating existence. Yes. Yeah, you know, we, we think about think about technology and how much of it has changed in the past, you know, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 20, 30 years, you know, uh, 30 years ago, we were using tube type televisions and, and a, a, a VCR was state of the art, you know, <laughs> not that long ago. Yes. Right. Yeah. Not that long ago. I mean, you know, I start, uh, you know, got my first VCR and I think it was you know, I mean, it was super expensive for <laughs> this tape recorder, uh, you know, a tape recorder of a television show. And, you know, and at the time, I mean, we were, we were doing, we were doing nothing new with, with our pumping systems, you know, and uh, with the advent of this kind of technology and the technology is growing so fast, you know, it's, it's unbelievable when we, you know, think about our technology uh, just from the computer standpoint, from where we were 30 years ago with the computer and who owned a computer 30, you know, years ago. Not everybody had one. Today, we most, most of us walk around with one in our pocket that can, you know, monitor my pump. Exactly. It all connects. Yeah. So as the technology grows forward and it's going to, uh, where, where it's going to end up or where it's going to be 10, 20 years from now, I really wish I had that crystal ball, to be honest with you. Um, that would be great, great information to know where we, where we can end up with this. It's just the technology is just ever-changing just so much. And what we do with it is just is, is going to be amazing to see. Yeah, and it's been great to get your perspective, David, because you really have <laughs> seen quite the evolution come through, and it looks like we're not even close to being done um, yet. Um, so any other, uh, closing thoughts you might have for us about generally speaking, irrigation, um, the technology, Goldswater technology, any, anything else you'd like to say? Well, uh, you know, we, we, we look at this technology as we go forward and this is something that we're all going to see. Um, we're, we're always here at Xylem trying to trying to improve. Uh, we have a, a program called Watermark where we're out here trying to, you know, just improve our planet. That's, that is, that is one of, that's one of Xylem's primary goals is we're not just here to be in business, but we're here to help, help, uh, help the planet. And by controlling our water in smart, efficient ways, this is ways that we're just another way that we're doing this and achieving this on a day-to-day basis. Well, that seems like a great place to wrap up. Thanks a lot for joining us, David, today. This was a great conversation. Yeah, thank you. I want to thank you. Um, anytime that we can help, we're always here at Xylem. And, you know, give us a call. We're, we're ready to come out. Perfect. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. 